0: welcome sexy friends that's the first episode the debut episode of one waited for just to let you guys know i'm not going to be doing many um takes of this if you will i'm not going to be taking much out of it as well i just want to talk and hang out as if i'm hanging out with my friends that being said it's just you and me right now this is my first episode i'm doing it alone you guys can, you guys, if you don't know why, and you guys should listen back. Maybe it's like a past episode. We're going through the coronavirus. A little bit of a standstill here, so we're doing a lot of things alone here at home. But there's things we can do. But it's March twenty fourth, twenty twenty, and welcome to the one waited for podcast. So, typically, I've always been really interested in history. It's probably my favorite, I would say, my favorite class to go to in high school. I was really good at it. My teacher was a little bit weird. If you guys don't know, I went to school in Berrien Springs, Michigan. A small town. I graduated with about 117 people. A lot who I went to younger schools too like middle school and um, before so i graduated with a lot of people that i saw young which is interesting it's also interesting to see how they are nowadays with facebook being so heavy but history um one of the big things i think i'm going to do on this podcast is just take a quick segment even with guests and talk to them about uh what happened today in history so like what happened on March 24th uh in the past I don't know why it interests me it might not interest you guys but that's something I'm really really interested in I and mean, I think you guys might get a kick out of it so today in history uh in 1989 I looked up it was Exxon Valdez uh, Alaskan oil spill It's very, very interesting because I was three then. Um, All I always go back to is the BP spill, which is, I believe, the largest oil spill to date. But at the time, this uh, Alaskan oil spill was huge. It was at Prince William Sound in Alaska. And I think it was over 11 million gallons of oil spilled into our, our waters. That's pretty intense. You could think about gallons of gas, and then having 11 million. I I think I remember seeing oil-covered animals. I don't know why. I might have been too young, but I think I remember seeing on TV oil-covered animals, and all these amazing scientists and help relief people just come and trying to save these animals from um, dying from this crazy oil spill. But that was today in history in 1989. On a lighter note, if you guys are into fans and to athletes, in 1976, the great Vince Lombardi winner, Super Bowl MVP, uh, Peyton Manning, was born. If you guys don't know who Peyton Manning is, he uh, played a long time for the Indianapolis Colts. He was horribly at moving out of the pocket, but he was a a general, definitely in the pocket, playing a quarterback. Um, Finally, he won a couple Super Bowls. I believe one was with the Colts and the other one was with the Denver Broncos, but I could be wrong. He got an MVP in one of those. Um, I think he turns 44 years old today as I'm recording it on the, the 24th. Um, he always had a very very interesting family, a very athletic family, to say the least um He's a kid of Archie Manning who played in the league as well and then he had his he has his brother that just graduated eli um they're not only strange but they're strange looking they always looked a little simple if you don't mind me saying um but Peyton is actually one of my favorites of him because he actually makes these like state farm these state farm commercials pretty fucking interesting. Uh, as well as the SNL skits that he did. I think they're actually pretty nice. Um, he seems a little stiff as a as an actor, but he still actually brings a little bit of levity and a little bit of humor um, for a professional athlete. Not a lot of athletes can actually uh, go back and forth between being an athlete and a rapper or actor or comedian or whatever they want to do. Uh, mostly because they've been in the, the surrounding of athletes their whole life they've been pumped their sport for so long so it's hard to get out of that mindset so but one thing i have learned is that athletes actually have really really good sense of humor i think it's especially male athletes i think female athletes as well but i think from my experience male athletes because we're always trying to bust each other's balls uh, especially in the locker room we're always trying to go at each other especially if something embarrassing happens to us you'll never hear the end of it which is one of the most fun things about being uh, an athlete is because you have kind of a brotherhood, if you will, and you got a a lot of inside jokes. So if any of you guys have ever, uh, played sports with each other, you know what I mean? Uh, it goes for volleyball. It goes for basketball, which I've played. Those are the two biggest sports that I've been part of. And there's always something going on in the locker room that uh, a lot of people don't know about. And it's actually one of the fun things about sports, uh, behind the scenes. sticking with sports away from peyton manning as you guys know the 2020 uh olympics uh, summer olympics are going to be canceled it's a little bit crazy um because what do they do they said they're gonna have them in 2021 but then that leaves a three-year gap so what they got to do a five-year gap for the next one every five years it's pretty difficult And then who really wants to go to Tokyo right now, even if it's next year? No offense to them, but this is kind of the region where all this started. Uh, As it it pertains to volleyball, which I know the most about, a lot of these players have been saving points and uh, winning tournaments and traveling a lot to be able to qualify for these Olympics. And what do they do? Um, for example, Carrie Walsh, what does she do? She's been trying to get in these, these damn things for ever. And she was expecting these to be this, her last push, uh, playing with Brooke Sweat out of Florida, which is amazing. Good friend of mine as well. She's amazing, amazing person, great competitor. Um, yeah. Watch her come from the ranks up, which is fantastic. Uh, amazing ball control. If you guys watch volleyball at all. But what are the, these Olympians going to do? Can you imagine pushing your hardest, missing Olympics, let's say the last, the last one in uh, Rio, I believe it was, to push as hard and work your body off and then have this stupid virus slow you down? I can see that's devastating, especially um, at that level you're expecting to play in a couple months. Uh, play your sport if it's going to be taekwondo or if it's going to be track and field or beach volleyball or any of the other sports i'm not sure i don't think the usa basketball is going to put anybody good in this year again which is a shame but we annihilate when we do so it's not everybody knows who's the best at basketball but that being said like what do you do do you keep pushing you have to keep pushing right that made me actually start thinking about these poor seniors in high school, all out of school right now, missing their prom, missing their actual graduation because they can't be around people. I'm like, oh, what gives? We're going to have to do a, a huge party for those those people. We're going to have to figure out something for those kids because those are big parts of our lives. And they deserve them. You just went through four sc- years of this teenage confusion which makes no sense at at the time and you just want to party with your friends maybe lose your virginity on prom night you know just enjoy being a kid before being an adult kicks you in the ass so that's strange I, i can't imagine if i weren't to have my high school prom and be able to hang out with my friends and enjoy um The last year of being in high school and the transition when you leave a lot people leave their their families their friends to go to school somewhere else so i can't imagine that being the case but anyway uh yeah these 2020 olympics i can't believe we're not going to be able to see any of those it's very very interesting to me because um there's some sports that you can actually have without anybody around So I was thinking, like, could you have a mini Olympics? Like, not with short people, like with mini sports. So, like, beach volleyball, at any point, you don't have to have more than four people around the court. I mean, you want a ref, especially if it's professional. So let's say five. You don't necessarily need the line judges. Uh, They just make up calls anyway. So all you need is to save five people. So keep it distant, and you can play beach volleyball. And sprinting? You're trying to run away from the other comp- competitor anyway. So sprint away. Sprint for the gold. Who doesn't want to see some of these amazing athletes actually be at the top of their skills? Well, they can. But the problem is, it's in Tokyo. Who wants to go to Tokyo right now? Not me. Not only would that flight be kind of ominous, but I don't necessarily want to go to Asia right now, to be honest. But moving on, uh, sticking with sports, if you guys are uh, local, you guys know that Tampa Tampa Bay just picked up Tom Brady from the Patriots, and he just did a pass, press conference today. He's, he's kind of PC. He sticks to his guns about being very very pc and polite they asked him who is the most exciting player he wanted to play with and yeah come on come on you gotta say mike evans has to be one of the top players uh stop being so politically correct and just say what you feel but he's just trying to uh make sure he doesn't hurt and step on any toes which i can understand i guess So Tampa Bay has this 42-year-old old old man throwing football who's still accurate, but he's probably the GOAT of all, all of football. He makes everybody better. He's a great leader, but is he over the hump? That's what we're trying to figure out here in Tampa. I'm not a Tampa Bay fan. I'm a Lions fan to death, but I don't really want to talk about that right now because we're making moves, but not always the smartest moves. So we're getting a lot of that Tom Brady. They're calling Tampa Bay, Tramp- oh, not Tampa Bay. That's that's what it we're formerly known as. It's now Tampa Bay, which is very, very interesting that we're giving away a city before we see that how he acts on the field, especially in this humidity, especially in this heat, um, and especially with all of the scrutiny of him leaving the Patriots. But uh, I'm interested to see it. I really am. Also, I've been watching in sports um, because that's all I have is a lot of highlights, a lot of basketball highlights. I love basketball, if you don't know. Uh, It's one of my favorite sports to watch. It used to be one of my favorite sports to play, but it's so tasking on the body. And as well, as there's not very many women that come to watch basketball. Um, There's plenty of women that come to play and watch beach volleyball, just to let you know. But I've been watching uh, basketball clips, and I forget sometimes how good Paul Pierce was when he was in his prime with the Celtics. There was probably 30 highlight clips of him dunking on people. If you guys don't know who Paul Pierce is, he's a slow player with an amazing jump shot, kind of a weird uh, crossover. He just He just was he just put you to sleep how good he was, but he was always epic. He's going to be, he has to be a Hall of Famer because he was so good. He was one of the ones that was with the the guys that won the championship. Uh, hit so many game buzzers, and those highlights were pretty cool to follow and uh, see him actually play in his heyday when he was not as chunky and dunking on people. Um, he wasn't that tall either. He was just a good player. Also, I saw in some of the, the, the highlights was, like, Allen Iverson and then young Shaq. Allen Iverson could cross. They always have that highlight of him stepping in over uh, Tyron Lue. Uh, I think it was in the playoffs against the Lakers or the finals. And Iverson hits a J in Tyron Lue's face far out in the right corner and hits it and then step and Tyrone Lou falls to the ground. He's Iverson just steps over him casually. looks down at him. There's all always that replay, but then there's all these crazy moments. Like when AI crosses Jordan, um, he crosses pretty much everybody in the league. And then he had all this these crazy reverses against the backboard to make the ball go in. He was a really, really fun one to watch all the replays on. And as well as young Shaq, you don't realize how skinny and lean Shaq was. Shaq was so lean and so big at the same time uh, as a kid. And I'm talking about a 24, 25-year-old kid. It's remarkable to see. And he broke a backboard at one point. I mean, he had his own movie, Blue Chips, if you guys haven't seen it. It was so good, Uh, basically about his young life. But then he started to thicken out and learn basketball a little bit more with better coaching and whatnot, and that's when he finally won his championships. Uh, I think leaving Orlando after Anthony Hardaway or Penny got injured, I think that was his best move, going to the Lakers, and then with Kobe – I think that was the best, uh, the best fit for him. But some, watch some of these replays if you guys haven't seen them. Get on, online and just check them out. They're actually pretty cool. They actually make you feel some type of way. Um, lastly, I just want to jump on some of these celebrity things. Maybe not lastly. I might dive you into some of these weird conversations that I have with my friends, especially during uh, this virus, this COVID-19. Um, but Kenny Rogers died at 81. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but I respect where he came from. He was always smiling and he was always doing weird thing, collaborations or things with other artists. Um, there was a lot of weird memes in the last few days about him dying. And he was, he I just, I never been really into country music, so I never really jumped on the Kenny Rogers train, but I really do understand what a lot of people are, um, missing or what the, why they're so worked up about him dying. Uh he was a three-time Grammy winner. He was at a, a collaborated with so many people. I know him and Dolly Parton did a lot of collaborations as well and they were really good friends. Um but it's just it's just interesting to see someone like that um just pass away. Um as well as one of a uh, more positive note, Harvey Weinstein tested positive for COVID-19 today which is phenomenal. I'm not much one for the spiritual world or even karma, but if there is karma, I'm pretty sure someone wiped COVID-19 on this dude's forehead because how does that happen? And if, and if you're in these prisons or these healthcare systems that help inmates, do you help this piece of shit? Like, I'm curious if this is part of your oath, because that's not really something I would do, especially using the limited resources. I mean, and give him a couple pills to help him get his, I don't know, his uh, fever down. But are you really going to help a guy like this or any piece of shit in jail for that matter um, if they get sick over somebody that is um thriving and needing of these medicines that we were still trying to figure out um so i think just let him have the respiratory disease if he gets out of it and then that's his that's him that's his body saying it's not his time but i say do not waste some of our resources on that piece of shit at all but i thought it was funny that he got covid um which I've noticed, especially a lot around here, if you have a non-violent crime, or if you're like in for something small, they're letting you out of prison or jail. Which is interesting, because do you go back in jail when all this is done? And isn't that kind of... I think this is just going to change a lot of things. It's interesting that jail was the, the first thing. They didn't want too many inmates to be getting this disease because it would have spread. Uh, not disease. This virus, if you will. Sorry, misinformation. My ass off over here. Um, last of celebrity news. Uh, <laughs> I just read an article saying Daniel Craig. Uh, you guys know him as James Bond, the most recent James Bond, the blonde James Bond. Which I don't mind. He actually kicks ass in a lot of these movies. Um, he's up there with the Born Born series, if you ask me. Um, but he made a statement. That he said he will not give any inheritance to any of his kids when he dies. And he quote, he said, I think inheritance is quite dis- disrespectful or distasteful. Distasteful sounds more like a Brit. I get, I'll put it there. I wish I had. A, I was good at accents. I would do that in an accent. But isn't that crazy? I don't know what other things he has on the side that aren't like connected to his acting or if he has his family's names and businesses or whatnot but he says he will not give his acting endorsements and his inheritance to his kids he wants to spend it or give it away before you go isn't that nuts for a celebrity to be open about that is saying i don't want to just give my kids this royalty of just being rich for what i did but at the same time that's your blood. That's your love. So why do you not give him a little peace? But I feel like he's not that cold hearted. I feel like there's probably something else in their name, probably like a bond or something they signed as they were born. And they just have to sit on that instead of get him giving all his money to his family. But that was interesting. That Brit, man, those Brits are interesting with uh, what they think are... Uh, I, I don't disagree, but I don't quite agree. Like, wouldn't you want to give your loved ones all they can, anything you, I mean, what are you going to do with it once you're dead? Right? So why don't you give it to your family and your loved ones? Unless he doesn't even like his kids, which is possible. His kids could be real pieces of shit. So, um, just a couple things on local news. There was a guy on, uh, locally here in Largo, which is like eight minutes away. Uh, He won $2 million on a $10 scratch-off, which is crazy. I'm, like, licking my chops right now because what is in that me? I'm literally eight minutes away, and I buy $10 scratch-offs all the time. You know what $2 million would do to change my life and my family's life? I would be able to do anything I wanted. I would save. I would probably open up a small bar and... It would be fantastic. I think he's walking out with like 1.7 million dollars, which is fine after taxes. Oh my God, that's absolutely miserable. 1.7 million dollars. What will I do? But imagine having a shitty day during this virus and then having a scratch off for ten dollars and then winning ten million dollars. I would. It, I, you drive to Tallahassee right away, right? I think so. I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. All right, sometimes I like to have a little bit more fun and be a little bit off the cusp and it's a little bit dirty sometimes. And one of the things I want to actually have part of my podcast is uh, what sometimes I talk about with some of my friends, which can be a little raunchy and a little bit dirty dirty at times, which is one of the joys of sense of humor is actually being um, human. It's having this sense of humor of mine and a lot of people actually enjoy it so one of my actually i was hanging out yes i went to a small pool party during the this covid there was only six people there we're hanging out and i saw this small coffee table book and it was a book on penises it was a small book with like the heavy cardboard pages you know what i mean on on the coffee table and it i forgot the name of it but it was just different information about dicks and pictures of dicks i saw uncircumcised dick on there it was it was interesting and there was some interesting information and then it showed this yoga pose uh this kamasatra i believe it was and it was a man being able to suck his own dick so came into my mind of course cause this shit's hilarious to me is are you gay if you can suck yourself off It made me question things. It was like, um, cause you are putting a penis in your mouth, but is that gay? Because it's yours. It's basically masturbating with your mouth. Right? And so me and my friend decided to take it to our other friend's poolside and ask him the questions and automatically all the men say, no, if if you're flexible enough to be able to give yourself fellatio, you're not gay. That's just what you like. That's just your kink. It's like, is, is it any different than if it's in your hand? I'm like, whoa. I mean, blowing a load in your hand, blowing a load in your mouth is completely different. Is what I answered. But I agree. I don't think it's necessarily gay. But a lot of the women actually thought that was gay. I don't know about it. It made me interested because there's things women do that do not seem gay, but uh, pretty much on the same idea as putting your own dick in your own mouth, I guess you would say. But this is just coming from a man. This is just coming from a ignorant male, if you will. But it's come, some of the funny inf- uh, conversations that we have uh, that don't get anybody angry. It's just a fun, thoughtful conversation, and that's the goal of this podcast for me. I just want everybody to be um, smiling and not taking things so seriously. There's fun conversations that you can have that don't hurt anybody's feelings. It's, there's, there's things that are bigger than yourself. We wanna work as a team here to actually just make each other smile and feel good, and that's the only goal that I have. And even recording anything is I just want everybody just to be positive and smile and maybe think about things a little bit differently. I know some of these topics might not be on your mind or even in your interest realm, but that's the way I think. I'm going to try to get a little bit more interesting information and like stories throughout my podcast, but right now a lot of things are just placed on this COVID and this uh, coronavirus. Um, I just hope you guys stick with me. Uh, I will be having guests as soon as my technology gets a little bit more higher, advanced, as well as uh, some of this social isolation gets uh, put away, but I would love to hear you guys' input. I I know this is not perfect in any point in any way, um, but I just enjoy you guys listening. Um, I will be recording another one soon. I'm going to try to keep it interesting, try to keep it light. I enjoy you guys' company. I'd just like to thank Rockstar Promotions, who is a huge uh, supporter of me and everything I do. This is Vince Rahumaliza. And I want you guys to go follow them. Or if you guys have anything, any questions, feel, feel free to email me. I'll be putting it on any links below uh, my podcast point, uh, posts. Um, thanks again for listening. Once again, take a hit. Get on my level. Today, I was the one I waited for.